0: Right. If you are able to stand, would you please stand? Lord, we bow our heads in prayer to you. We thank you for the blessings you have bestowed upon us. We ask that you help us in the decisions we make for our county business today. We thank you for allowing us to live in the best county of the best state and the best nation in the world. We ask you that you grant us humility and gratitude with our victories and patience and perseverance during our trials and tribulations. We ask this in your name. Amen. 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 County Clerk Brenda Featsen, if you'd lead us in the pledges to the flags, please.
1: I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of
0: America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation
1: under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And on the Texas flag, I pledge allegiance to thee, to Texas one
2: state under God, one and indivisible. Thank
0: you, Brenda. First item on the agenda is the uh, minutes from the previous meeting. I'll entertain a motion to... I move we open the meeting. Okay,
3: Second. Okay, following well, her <laughs> orders
0: <laughs> uh, uh, Motion to open the meeting by Commissioner Birkenhoff, seconded by Commissioner Brosman. How about the minutes from the previous meeting?
3: I move we approve the minutes from the March
0: 9th regular meeting okay. Motion been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second by Commissioner Sternadel. All in favor say aye, aye. aye, aye. Opposed motion carries Public comments. We have two people who have signed up to speak Eugene Niemeyer and Deborah Frank. Mr. Niemeyer, you want to start, sir?
4: Yes, uh, I'm here representing the LaGrange Fed County Farm Bureau, and i talked to a lot of people, and they want to keep a full hospital here in LaGrange. And we would like to comment on what be the best way to go about doing this.
0: Okay, sir. Anything else?
4: That's what I need to know because I need to bring them. we got 4,000 family people with Farm Bureau in Fed County and if we push it, we can get a lot done. Okay. So we need to get something done. If, I was always under the impression that uh, the Fed County, I mean the uh, San Marks was a county hospital, but I found out it's not and it's an independent and I think it needs to be a, a community hospital, and I'm under the impression that if it's a county hospital, y'all wouldn't run it
0: anyway. Is that correct? Well, uh, Mr. Neymar I want you to understand something that we have to pro- follow protocol at these meetings. And, well, I understand that. And and under public comments, unless it's an agenda item, we, we can't address, we can accept your public comments, and that's it. The and you future, can't
4: give me an answer then? Uh,
0: that's correct. If you want to discuss, you want this item discussed with the county. You can get this on the agenda for our next meeting if it's an agenda item we can address it at that time
4: well that's what i wasn't told that i was told that y'all could give me an answer on that thank you
0: yeah Deborah frank hi
5: um, okay well i'm talking about the same thing that mr humeyer is uh, in the last commissioner's court meeting on march 9th st mark's and chc committed to being transparent with our community we're asking the court to invite St. Mark's and CHC board members to the next meeting to provide responses to these requests and questions. Provide the last two uh, TDHHS CMS, and any accreditation agency survey results and plan of corrections. Provide St. Mark's 2021 and 2022 tax returns. Provide the last Dates St. Mark's negotiated rates with Blue Cross Blue Shield, Cigna, Aetna, Optimum United, and any other managed care contracts? What is St. Mark's current payer mix? For example, (coughs) Medicare, Medicaid, commercial insurance. Has there been any, any substantial changes in the payer mix within the last five years? If so, how has it changed? Has St. Mark's tried to market their services to increase its commercial payer base? If so, how? Provide the names of the consultant boards St. Mark's engaged to seek bids from other healthcare systems and research alternate hospital management companies. List all healthcare system names and contact information and provide all documents verifying communication and outcome with said healthcare systems related to aligning with St. Mark's. What vendor did St. Mark's purchase the one hundred and thirty five thousand CR from? The residents of Fayette County are unaware were unaware of the dire financial situation at St. Mark's until the newspaper article <coughs> announced St. Mark's conversion to a rural emergency hospital after the fact. Who on the St. Mark's and CHC boards was not in favor of publicly disclosing information of the pending tra- transaction and why? Have any board members, representatives, or employees of St. Mark's been in any form or discussion regarding selling all the part of the land, building, or assets of St. Mark's? If so, who are they and what companies, individuals, or entities have they been in contact with regarding these discussions? And finally, the only paid St. Mark's board member is also a paid board member of CHC. This appears to be a conflict of interest. If you disagree explain why and i do have copies of these questions <clears throat> for you and to pass on to st mark's and then i have just some comments in addition to that once we have information and answers from St. Mark's and CHC, citizens can have meaningful discussions on what needs to happen in order for Fayette County to have trusted, quality health care and medical services we need. Taxpayers were so relieved after the 2019 defeat of the hospital tax district that we got complacent. We thought that the St. Mark's Board took our concerns about CHC, poor hospital management, filling issues, and lack of transparency to heart and would correct those problems. We went on with our lives and no changes were made at St. Mark's. We believed all was well until St. Mark's conversion to the rural emergency hospital status was announced with no advance notice to the community. Most residents of our county want a hospital with quality health care. Now, we need to figure out how to make that happen not by throwing money down the current dark hole, but figuring out how to reimagine, reorganize, and reestablish the medical services this county actually needs. There are a lot of intelligent people here. Some ideas have already been shared publicly. We appreciate those who are willing to step up and start the conversation. So far, we all agree on one thing, no new taxes. There are outside resources that can provide guidance in determining the best direction to take. Resources familiar with healthcare development, operations, and complexities specific to this situation are available to help us. We must be open to all viable options in order to solve this problem. Keep in mind, however, that we must also work with St. Mark's board members in order to make any changes happen. Additionally, St. Mark's must accept the fact that some of those changes may be drastic. Like it or not, perception is reality. The hospital will not rebuild the community's trust or regain their support without removing the root causes of the distrust. Throughout this process, our community needs to stay informed and engaged. We are counting on the commissioners and the media to follow this process closely. Thank you
0: okay I'll make a motion to accept the public comments second second by Commissioner uh, Birkenhoff all in favor say aye aye opposed motion carries next item on the agenda is to sign a proclamation proclaiming April 15th uh, the 9th through the 15th as National Public Safety Telecommunications Week in Fayette County Kim Habba, is are you going to address that, please? <laughs> First of all, thanks for having us here. Uh, appreciate it. You know, we do all the 911 calls. We
5: handle all the calls for the county. I don't know if you have any specific questions. Uh,
0: well, anything? I know that y'all have a stressful job, and we appreciate Very what good. you do. Thank you. Yeah, we've got a proclamation here that we are going to sign. And present it to you, Kim, and to whoever you have with me if you all want yes, to accept sir. this.
6: He was here.
0: Okay.
7: I will say one thing. Whenever you call nine one one, I know everybody thinks about EMS and the sheriff's department or, or the police and the fire department and all that, but these are the people that are the first lines, because whenever you call them, this is who you talk to. If these people would relay the message to all of us, we would have absolutely no clue where to go. And whenever you have a major scene, major accident, any kind of problem. They're talking to the or how many different agencies at one time are in their ear, and they have to make sure to keep everything straight. And without them, it, all of us would be completely lost. And I know you know, people on the radio, they get frustrated sometimes with this and that, but until you have to go sit in that room and do the job, that they do, you have absolutely no clue how stressful and how hard it really is. And so I take my hat off them. They do a wonderful job. Like I said, without them, you wouldn't have all the uh, first responders that you have.
8: Not, not, not only that, I mean, I know y'all feel bad when y'all call us in the middle of the night and wake us up, but it's, it's okay <laughs> yeah. for a down or something like as that. We're. Goes, I'm sorry. That, that's, <laughs> that's, our, that's our job, so I know it's hard. It's hard so. Appreciate that. Thank y'all very
9: much. So, so
0: yeah. Kim, if you want to come over here, uh, right. I don't know how we're going to take this picture. Press can you stand behind
5: you? Mm-hmm. Constable has something
0: else
7: to say in the back. Yes, sir, outside. Constable. Well, you know, the ones of us who have county
10: kind of radios, so we can say, well, there's no not answering me, but y'all came here. We came here to
9: phone ring. So they can have.
11: And then you wait a second, and there's this bed.
0: People at different places
9: because that's
0: how many people. Awesome, so
9: yeah, I, yeah. Well said, constable. Thank yes, you, sir. Roger. Yeah, get on. Get on in. Thank you. you. Appreciate it.
0: Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. it. good day. I'll make a motion. Okay. Motion been made. i make a
7: motion to sign the proclamation proclaiming April 9th through the 15th, 2023 as National Public Safety Telecommunicators Week in favor.
0: Motion is made by Commissioner Brosman. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries.
12: Thank
0: you here's a consider and take action on a request from Main Street and tourism city of Lagrange on behalf of feed the need missions to use the courthouse grounds on uh, Saturday April the 15th Texas burger bash and I understand we have a couple of people here for that request is that yes, right sir. okay
13: <laughs> Good morning,
14: John. Well, Good morning. <laughs> My name is Kaylee Coltrane. This is Kevin Ulrich. We're uh, we with Feed the Need missions um, out of Bastrop. We um, help here every Monday night on the squares. I'm sure y'all are aware of the burgers and hot house and passing out to anybody who uh, who comes up and would like to talk and just uh, as a, as a mission to further the kingdom. And we uh, we are having a fundraiser. Um, we'd, we'd like to start it annually. This is the inaugural, so we'll see how it goes. Um, but here on the square, just to raise awareness for Feed the Need and our our uh, spot here on Monday nights and uh, possibly down the line be a fundraiser. We're gonna have a hamburger cook-off with a uh, cornhole tournament here on the lawn, or here on the square, and we would like to just ask permission if we could uh, use part of the courthouse lawn to throw some cornmeal bags on and and uh, judge some burgers.
3: Okay. <clears throat> how many burgers do you, or how many people do you think you average feed on Monday nights? No,
14: 300 every night. Three. three huh? Every Monday night. Three That's nights. great. Wow. That's a lot.
3: you know, do it in other towns also?
14: Yes, yeah, so it started in Bastrop,
10: and there's a couple locations in Bastrop. There's some in North Texas, um, so they're
14: gradually expanding uh, over time. Great. I think there's seven sites right
3: now, two in North Texas and five in this area. You'll see the need to expand? Is it always there's all communities need this or we, we would love to
14: do it across the nation if we could. Okay. we uh it's it, it becomes it's it's very time time consuming to okay. to head up a, a site. Um Doctor Jeremy Finch heads up the site here and he puts a lot of time and a lot of effort into it outside of outside of this vet clinic so uh it, it's very time consuming it's kind of hard to get somebody to to uh say that they'll actually you know commit to that
8: sure it's a great program i actually just donated to heifer to feed the need here so uh, well, thank you I was commissioner i was honored to do that and i hope it goes to good use so oh
14: it, so, it definitely
8: okay. will it definitely will it's awesome do i hear a motion to approve the uh I move to approve the request from Main Street Tourism, City of Lagrange, on behalf of Feed the Need missions to use the courthouse fairgrounds as listed on the attached request for form for the following event: Texas Burger Bash, Saturday, April fifteenth, twenty
0: twenty three. Motion has been made by Commissioner McBroom, second. Second by Commissioner Stern. All in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed. Motion carries. Thank y'all, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank
14: you. And April fifteenth, come on out. Thank you, you. Come hang out, have a couple of burgers, and. Take a look. I can use all of you to judge the burger contest. <laughs> if you're interested. There you so. go. Thank you, guys.
0: Uh, <clears throat> next item on the agenda, consider and take action accepting the donation of Anger Number 5, owned by Barbara Piera, located at the airport. We've got a notation here that Blake Watson is good with this. Uh, you want to proceed, please? Yes.
12: Yes. Uh <clears throat> Mr. Carrera passed away last year sometime. Uh, and his wife uh, took possession of the hangar out there. It was on a land lease. Um, they had a little experimental aircraft in there that they gave away. I think you saw that Jason. Uh, anyway, it's one of the older, it almost looks like a portable <coughs> building type hangar. She just, instead of trying to you know go through everything she's going through she just wanted to just donate it to the county and be done with it and not have to work anymore so that's like the very end of that row of hangers and she gave us apparently sufficient documentation that we could accept it as a donation
8: hmm. what, what are we going to do with it
12: that's a good question
8: because it's not in very good shape
12: no it's I mean, not it's, it's,
8: it's held in the ground by steel post I mean, it was, yes. It did survive the tornado. It survived tornadoes still, but. <laughs> it's a big uh, Yeah. So, I I'm,
12: mean, it's, you, it could shelter a plane. It's better than having a plane tied down on the ramp. I
8: mean. Yeah. So I'm just, just curious mean, so, so you got to. That's,
12: that's the area that I would like to eventually build some new hangars because the, 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 um, the ramp is already there. would mm-hmm. uh, It would only, you'd only need the slab in the building.
0: And not for so Do you recommend that we accept that donation?
3: I do. <coughs> I move we accept the donation of Hangar 5, owned by Barbara Pereira, located at Faye County Regional Airport.
0: Okay. Motion. Certainly. Motion been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff, seconded by <coughs> Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries.
8: We probably need to let the tax office know.
12: I do. Okay. Yeah, that we'll give
0: them job okay. okay, the next item deals with the same, but the airport as well. This is for repairs to hangar number one hundred and one at the air center.
12: So this is the old MCO hangar. Um, it has a lot of corrosion on some of the supporting beams. So this is an effort to get in there and and secure it and shore it up so that we can rent it out. Um, It it needs some work done to it. Um, I've gotten three bids. That last bid that I had on there didn't look like it was a complete bid, so I would probably not consider that one at all. But um, the vintage construction bid uh, is complete and it's a little bit less than the, the next bid those
8: construction so either one of those I'm fine with so the, the steel the, the Victor milando is the one you don't think is complete bid is that what you're <coughs> saying
12: water, right. <coughs> oh
6: no
12: oh no. Um, I only have two Yeah bits. reading through that I'm like oh, really you got okay go through everything that I had listed so yeah not at $6,500 there, there, he's got to replace the whole 39 foot of sheet metal on one side
0: Commissioner Birkenhoff if you looked at the
3: oh <laughs> <Well>, yeah <clears throat> I know um, <clears throat> that's the whole thing I'm not certain if the third one uh, I'm not sure scope of work is the same as the other two. Mm-hmm. That's what we're afraid of. I am glad because we—I expected these bids to be—you know—we were thinking closer to twenty grand. So well, and it may change a little bit because it's been several weeks since they got this. Since they responded,
12: well, this was actually dated February
3: uh, second. Second. So when we accept one of these, are there—is uh, the is there repairs ready to get? Started as soon as possible. Did they give you a time if they could? At the time, of at,
12: back then they said, "Yeah, they were ready to go." Okay. So, yeah. unless uh, something's changed since
3: then. <laughs> well, we've seen Jason. I've we've looked at the and we agree that they need repair, especially if we want to try to lease them back out and get our money back. So, <clears throat> okay, Jason, are you? Do you know of either one of these companies? I don't know. I mean, the, the
8: one, the second one is the local company, a local person.
12: The uh, uh, Charles.
8: The one, yeah, this is below the Waller Road. But I mean, I have no problem going with either one of those. I've met
12: twice with Chino and seemed very professional and knowledgeable.
3: Okay. <clears throat> I, I like the fact that he's right there in West Point. <clears throat> and it's easy to, you know, um, Get in contact and, and have them come over as soon as we need them. So I move we accept all bids and award the bid to Chano's construction for the repairs to Hangar 101 at Regional Airport Center.
0: Okay, motion has been made to accept Chano's construction out of West Point. Second. Second by Commissioner McBroom. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Okay. Thank you, Deborah. Next item is consider and take appropriate action concerning the application from J.A.R. Capital Investments, LLC, requesting the division of real property in Precinct 2. Clint?
15: Good morning, Commissioners. So this property uh, is related to some uh, previous persons (coughs) that have come to speak at Commissioner's Court about a compressor station that was loud and unsightly, so this uh, division of property it was energy transfer Uh, that oil company had reached out to the adjoining landowner and they're cutting off a little seven acre piece to sell to the compressor station to hopefully uh, amend some of those neighbor relations there. Uh, But this track that they are creating does have adequate road frontage and size to meet all of our county regulations.
0: So it meets everything you're recommending we approve it? Yes sir.
11: we approve the application from JAR Capital Investments for the Division of Real Property.
0: Okay, M- motion's been made by Commissioner Sternadel. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Aye. Motion. Motion carries. All right Clint, we're going to go along for the next item as well.
15: This n- next item is for uh, three tracks in Precinct 1. Uh, had an earlier printed Copy. That is a typo I had on the application there uh, that says precinct 4, but this is in precinct 1 on Drisdale and Williams Road. All of these tracks uh, meet the acreage and frontage requirements for the county. Uh, there is track 2, it is a flag lot there, uh, but even at its narrowest point, uh, that access will be a minimum of 65 feet.
0: It meets everything, Clinton. Yes, sir. You
8: have one here for precinct, precinct number four. That'd be precinct number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got it. Yeah. Right. It's correct on the application. Uh, right. It
15: my typo on the last guess. Right.
8: So. I move we approve the variance uh, for JRCS. No, I'm sorry. Yes.
0: Motion's been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second. Second by Commissioner Starnattle. All in favor, say aye. <laughs> aye. Aye. Opposed. Motion carries. All right, Clint. Discussion concerning county road maintenance bond. We've been down this road for the last few months, right? Yes,
15: sir. And so this is uh, a recommendation that I would like to give to the court, uh, based on some previous discussions and a little bit of research that I've kind of done on what adjoining counties do and what I think meets the needs and the intentions of the court. So, the first page I have here, just some points to discuss, and this is just my recommendation, and can be tweaked as the court feels necessary. Uh, but we would have a three-year main- road maintenance bond, and this would apply to all new county roads as part of a newly plotted subdivision, uh, like we've seen previously uh, come before the court. And so this would be a three-year road maintenance bond, beginning at the date the court acknowledges the substantial completion of the new road. So this would be when the engineer comes in and says, the road that you guys approved, uh, it is, the work on site is done. And that's when this bond would take effect and maintain an effect uh, for three years. The bond value would be 10% of the construction cost of the road. This would be for labor and materials, excluding the engineering and testing, the actual material cost to build the road. Uh, the bond would be effective for all plats that would come before the commissioner's court after today's meeting. Uh, we've had a whole bunch of them that were in the works and that you've seen them in the last few meetings, they kind of knew this was coming, I feel like, and we got a lot brought through. Uh, so I think in all fairness, starting that being effective today uh, would be appropriate. In the event that the developer chooses not to uh, use the three-year road maintenance bond they would be allowed to give a cash bond in the like amount to be held by Fayette County Uh, I think this would be appropriate for a really short county road Um, we've had a couple of them uh, recently that were extensions or if they're something like maybe just a couple hundred feet it wouldn't be cost-effective for them to go out find a bonding company uh, if we're talking something maybe under the five thousand dollar amount so in that case they would be able to give a cash bond to the county to just hold for that same amount. Uh, And then lastly, it would be the responsibility of the developer or the applicant uh, to send a request to release that bond at the expiration of their maintenance period. So they would notify us uh, after the end of that three years for us to then release that bond if there are no necessary repairs. This would be a really identical process to what we do with the oil and gas roads. (laughs) When they say they're gonna do the work, we get the bond on file uh, at the end of the term or at the end of uh, the work being done. The commissioners go out visually, make sure that there are no needed repairs, and then the county releases the bond through commissioner's court. So it would be an identical process to what we have in place. Um, The three years, the 10%, um, I think those are very in line with what Bastrop County does and the second page. an example of what that maintenance bond would look like Um, other than tweaking it to the terms of Fayette County I largely used what they have in place here as a template um, just for something to look at it's pretty legally written but essentially it's the framework uh, that names Fayette County as the beneficiary and the dollar amount and the time frame
0: Did you look at all the surrounding counties Clint or just Bastrop?
15: The Bastrop had the one, had the uh, a bond example. A lot of the other counties, uh, Washington County, operated as we do now within one year. Um, they didn't require anything printed. It was kind of part of their plat approval process. They operated very similar to what we do now. Uh, where When the plat's approved, we say, you're on the hook for one year. Uh, but I think Bastrop's is by far the most protective to the county uh, as an example
3: yeah. <clears throat> i feel i think that the other counties will sooner or later be following suit because there's so much more development not just at bay county but all the surrounding counties and i think they're going to find out they're having this going to have the same issues we have so sure. and i like this being it's pretty restrictive and i think it's 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 you know if developers willing to you know to build they to spend that kind of money they're sure. going to make sure that they build it right you know if they're right. gonna to have to hold it for three years they're gonna like you know we got to build this thing right so right it's to protect the county, it's to protect taxpayers mainly yeah, so we don't is, have to come back and yeah, absolutely and that, our, would be our intention area.
15: is to take the burden of all the new development that we hear about off the taxpayers and the labor to do that off the commission court yeah. and to put that onus on them
7: yeah, right now we don't have anything to hold up to it
15: yeah, right now um it's just a one-year maintenance period and as you have experience, there's usually not a whole lot of construction by the time uh, real estate marketing, then financing, then construction contracts, and actual boots on the ground um, doesn't always happen in that first year.
0: Yeah, so if, I, we, if we were, if we remember, that's how all this came about. Commissioner Brosman said people put these roads in; the developers put these roads in, but then maybe not. No homes go up.
15: Correct, correct, and that's where. Um, In my opinion, I'm recommending the three years. If you feel two years would be more appropriate, uh, we can certainly make those changes. Um, And so in the motion uh, that someone would make, if there's any changes uh, to either the value being 10% or the years being the three years or the date effective, uh, just include that in the motion. Uh, And it is my intention then to Bring back an updated version of the county subdivision regulations to a future court meeting uh, With the motion made today, this would take effect and this would be part of the process I would include with new applications And then I will have that added to the county subdivision regulations here in the next coming months
8: So right now the maintenance for the road and the shredding main maintenance is one year So we're right. going to require them to shred for three years now? Or is it strictly just for the road surface itself? <clears throat> I'm fine with, I mean, yeah. I'm fine with shredding it. Yeah. I just want to make sure it's all, we're
7: all on the same page. Yeah, well, then I'm, you go ahead and you shred it, and your shredder guy gouges out the side of the road, or whatever or, or, or the they're coming out of the ditch, better. well, still, you then, know how it happens sometimes yeah. Whenever they're coming out of the ditch with, right. with the batwing shredder, you know, and they, they gouge out the road, well, then... A lot of these, I don't think, will be shredded because they're
8: more lots. Well, you have to think. But if it's not developed, if it's not developed,
7: well, Mm -hmm. then you're gonna have to shred it because nobody's gonna be taking care of it. But that's something maybe to think about and
8: really, I don't know if we have to have an answer about today. We can do it more in the in the in the workshop later on. Mm -hmm. Just something to think. And I can
15: include that uh, road. Uh, I can include that language and bring it back again, or if you want me to include that in the motion made.
3: I mean, because the thing is, road maintenance. Our road maintenance is this. the road and fence to fence is a, anything, anything in, that in between easy there. You know, anything easily is road construction. Is yeah. shredding.
7: It's the same thing. If you're if you shredding the ditch and it's too wet, and you leave a rut, and then it washes and you out. The fix it, man. And that's then are right. they going to say, well, it's because you're shredding when it was wet, and you left the rut, and that's why it's washing out now? But that, that will. Worthy.
8: I mean, it it, it's, it will be another bit of money for
0: them sure. to handle. So how would that work uh clint would you just say road maintenance comma shredding included you uh, leave I, as it is right i now. would think Lena. i
15: would instead of road maintenance bond i could include that to be a right-of-way maintenance bond. <coughs> and they're there maintaining everything within that whether it be the grass the dirt the surface yes. i like uh, it rather than that
7: road sounds
11: road. good very good sure. yeah
7: So i'm <laughs> approve the right-of-way the new right-of-way <laughs> maintenance bond as listed below to include all the new subdivisions from this day four there you go there you
0: go Commissioner Rosen makes that motion second second by Commissioner Birkenhoff all in favor say aye aye opposed motion carries all right <clears throat> approve the routing agreement and road use bond agreement submitted by ROCC oil and gas, LP, for said company's overweight loads to travel as indicated on the attached map on the following roads: Viviala Lane, Precinct 3, a public county road in Fayette County.
15: We have received the complete and signed application from ROCC. This is a routine application for a new oil and gas
3: production sites three I've, I''ve spoken with them and they're very it's a very good company we've had very good luck with them so far so I move that we approve the road the county road maintenance bond with with, R-O- R-O,
0: with R-O-C-C. rocc oil and gas LP Okay. Come second, made by Commissioner uh, Birkenhoff. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed. Motion carries. Thank you, Clint. Sir, Appreciate what you do. Chief Deputy Randy Novisky is here for our next item on the agenda: <laughs> report from the. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking you weren't here. Okay. I
9: was dispatching. And thank you for everybody. Commissioner was good for recognizing our. The ones that were here, I was there doing it, so they should be here. Uh, on our fayette County monthly for February, we had a total of 28 arrests, 23 were felony, five misdemeanor, 316 traffic stops, 557 calls for service, 28 civil process papers served. Uh, total miles for the department was 36,753. We had 60 individuals uh, processed in jail. Three were transferred to TDC facilities. And dispatch, there was 2,060 calls dispatched by communications. Wanted to add in 2021, and I'm not sure it was 20 or 2021. Andy probably remembers. We did the seizure of the gambling operation over in Riverside uh, Strip Center and i uh, just want to tell you that that case got solved in the courts and we were awarded a lot of the stuff in there which were tables and chairs and computers and all kinds of junk i mean nice stuff and uh, <laughs> but, uh, we had uh we actually used a lot of the chairs and tables at the sheriff's office uh computers <clears throat> so i don't really know i'm gonna get with kevin to decide what's gonna happen with that but i know a lot of stuff was stored and i think commissioner See if I got this right? I think we're stored at the ODMS building or something like that.
8: The uh, There were some for like right. tables that yeah. were over there. That so were. we,
9: uh, anyway, mills on Wheels and Colorado Valley Youth Family Service, we gave lot, whatever, if anybody needed to use and the rest, we had gel storage for anybody, all the old chairs, some were broken that we had. But it's saying taxpayers money, we didn't have to use any of that. So if anybody needs any chairs, Stephen will tell you to come over there or whatever. We, it's a longer in
0: storage. Very good. Thank so, you.
3: David, thank you I have a question for you. I was reading the other day again about <clears throat> you know, the vehicle running and and he's having to chase them and then they crash and have you has that still happening quite a bit all, you know, through here or is it
9: Yeah, uh human smuggling, whatever you want mm-hmm. that's the real term for it and that's we didn't even know that at the time. You don't know who's in the vehicle on that pursuit, but that mm-hmm. ended up Went into Gonzales County, I believe, and uh, that uh, the individuals fled and they wrecked out. And a lot of times, they're way ahead of you, and they wrecked out because they're out of control with their driving. And if we saw that, then we would back off. They had a pursuit the other day, I think Schumer PD did, that ended up two counties over, and we called our guys off. Everybody got called, even they called off, and the other counties got out there. We've never even heard that they caught the guy He was driving pretty reckless as you know during the day over 100 miles an hour so i don't know all the details because we called ours off once we got in the next county if they're driving too reckless it's not worth anybody getting you know uh, injured or killed over but we still go through that yes yeah, okay. still see it. not as much as i don't know the reason why maybe we're not getting that right vehicle that are full of uh, people they're bringing in are, but uh it does still happen
0: still quite a bit out there Well, we appreciate the job the sheriff's department does day in and day out thank you randy
7: will we accept the report from Fayette county sheriff's office
0: a motion been made by commissioner brosman second second by commissioner birkenhoff all in favor say aye, aye. aye. opposed motion carries Mr. Josh Vanderburg, EMS Director, is up for the next three items, I believe. Good to see you, Mr. Vandever.:
2: Thanks, Judge. This is the monthly report first, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, sir.
2: Please. So, uh, for the month of February, this is a little bit late into uh, late into the month, but for the month of February, you know, we charged, we sent out four hundred fifty-four thousand nine hundred dollars in charges, and we collected just over, just under two hundred fifty thousand. Um, again, that's tracking about double what our normal. Uh, revenue is. If you look at the report in front of you, uh, going down through all the layers and comparing them to to months and years, the year past, the only thing changes, the only thing that's changing is the amount of money that's coming in. Our service levels staying the same, our payer mix is staying the same, it's still 60% Medicare, 65%, Um, the private pay is all the same. I know Medicare changed some things in reimbursement models uh, for for EMS and moved some stuff to Part Part B from Part A and so on and so forth. We've had some conversations with the billing company as I told you, I believe, last month, uh, and they're still looking. Um, I can tell you from talking to some of the other EMS services that have our billing company, they're they're seeing a much less drastic increase, but they are seeing an increase. Um, so. I still don't have answers for you for why we're bringing in more revenue, but I'm not complaining, and I'm not gonna ask too many live questions about it uh, with Medicare. So that's where we're at. Um, you know, the Station 4 project, ARP funds that were being used to, to build Station 4 in Schulenburg, um, that project is really, really close to completion. Um, huge thanks to Drew and his people at Precinct 4. They've done all of the site work. Um, and I think they still have some more plans to do some more stuff, but the site looks I mean we could if something happened tomorrow and we had to move over there and start working out of that station, realistically we could start tomorrow. So um, big thank you to Drew and, and his guys at Precinct 4 for all their help with that. Um, Got to share your money. <laughs> the, uh, the ATV uh, that we received from LCRA grant, um, it has been marked with graphics. It's available for Round Top uh, if it's needed out there. Um, we, we've been holding off on taking it out there because it hasn't had any emergency vehicle lighting put on it. Um, and due to, the, uh, due to the laws around ATVs on those county roads, we really feel like it should be really appropriately marked and lit and equipped before we start taking that out there. Um, I hear there's a constable out in Precinct 2 that's really brutal on that stuff. <laughs> um, yesterday, so the Fayette County US Foundation, uh, Brandon Johnson, who's spoken before the court before is the president of that foundation, uh, they applied for a grant through Second Chance and Forum to purchase a uh, UAV drone um, that has thermal imaging capabilities. Um, That grant was approved. Uh, They gave us, I think, just right at like $7,000 to purchase the drone and some of the equipment. And then uh, we have spoke with the director of Homeland Security at CapCog about helping us make some connections and get some training. Some of the purposes, uh, the foundation's gonna donate that to the county uh, in the near future. Um, Some of the purposes we hope to use it for here are uh, when people wander off from home and the Sheriff's Office is searching for them we're going to make that asset available to the sheriff's office. Um, we will we'll make it available to the fire departments if they have grass fires that are you know approaching into nighttime hours or if they just want overhead reconnaissance of a grass fire. Um, and then we can also use it uh, at fairs, festivals, so on and so forth if something happens and we can get it out there and help find someone or help uh, again help the fire department, help the police departments, help the sheriff's office, help us Uh, we'll use it for whatever and then it can also be used um, in damage assessment if we have uh, a large weather event or something like that uh, we can use it to take pictures and video and do help do damage assessment with emergency management so we think it's going to be a really cool project Uh, it's going to take some training before we're all like good to go and, and ready to go fully online with it but that's basically the activities you know as for as for the effects that we're seeing on the street you know you'll you'll see here so 247 calls that went to billing it's a little higher than that as far as total calls um, in january 224 in february and we're tracking about that number i think we're like 193 so far for march um the calls are staying steady um the mileage um which february is not really going to be a good indication because it's only half of a month of mileage um our, our fleet guy is telling us that the mileage is looking about 1,500 to 2,000 extra miles a week that we're doing right now um, and medic 1 until about 10 o'clock last night when I was pulling some of these numbers medic 1 has run about 400 calls so far this year the next closest unit is I believe medic 4 and they're at about 200 and something so uh, medic 4 is our medic 1 here in the range is absolutely getting killed with calls um, and all of their calls transport times have gone up. Um, Not all of them, about 75 to 80% of them. So we are feeling effects. However, the good news is, so far, um, I am not seeing what I would need to see to think that we need to make mid-year adjustments, you know, middle of the budget year adjustments uh, to our budget. I think we, especially with the revenue we're bringing in, um, you know, I think there certainly may be some amendments that need to be made in our budget, but uh, Things are, things are going really well for us so far as far as operations are concerned. So that's my mantra for unless you have any questions. When is the uh, station four gonna be complete and ready to operate? So uh, the electrician, uh, the builder called the electrician and said, hey, hey y'all done a great job, but there's no power for the ambulances on the base. And he's like, yeah, I know. I ran outlets, but I have no idea how, how you guys want me to wire this for the ambulances. So this week, Maybe not tomorrow. We talked about tomorrow, but I think it's gonna end up being next week. Uh, he's gonna come out and come to station one and look at the wiring, or maybe go to station four and in alert, And then he's gonna make up a plan and he should be able to do that within a couple of days. Um, and then we've got some more site work that I think we wanna do before we rush into you know, moving it over. And then furniture has been kind of a disaster, but.
13: Yeah,
2: another month? Yeah. So Roundtops Furniture came in Monday or Tuesday of this week, and we ordered it on the same day from the same vendor. So beds, nightstands, recliners—like that stuff should be coming soon. Uh, and the fridge and stuff, we're just going to buy from the local place in Schulenburg. So
8: I would say right now you need to get with Blake on how to sell the current station because sure. there's three ways to sell it, and none of them happen fast. And you're coming into a prime prime time to. Get rid of houses at the at the end of the school year, which is probably about when it's going to get. Perfect. Um, but you can't just put it on the market. You either have to, and I don't remember exactly, but you have but to go out. You can out, retain
2: a. You can get a, proposals a, for a realtor, right? But and, you have to go out for,
8: for basic proposals yeah. or bids for that. So it's 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 going to be a process. i probably about a month out, whichever direction you go. Yes, because uh, you can sell it outright too. But once again, yeah. it, it, it's a process. So. We we want we
2: well, and this is I guess. Ultimately, this is not I guess. This is ultimately up to you guys. What I am proposing that we do is go out for proposals, hire a realtor, and sell this for as full a market value as we can. Let's not play the county auction thing. Let's try to recoup some income—not income, but let's try to recoup some expenses uh, from that process. Uh, that's my recommendation. Unless Blake slaps me on the back of the head and says no. Well,
8: we could already start that process cool. uh, real soon, couldn't we? Have a, have everything ready whenever we move out, or we or show up while they're there. You could do that
2: too. Well, I'm super, I don't want to end up going into some contract and then getting to some weird lease back thing just because something comes up. I'm next week, I will be super confident on a date where we can plan to move in. I'm just not there yet. Like Why? Um, the city has given us the city of uh which you know, for now, it's not even in the city limits, but the plan is to annex it. Uh, that was some of the conditions that we worked through with Clint and Drew and the city staff down here. The city's already said, they've already (coughs) actually given us the certificate of occupancy for it, so legally we can get in right now. Um, But yeah, we're waiting on a couple things, but I'll I'll work on that one way.
8: Still need to get the generator, right? Yes.
2: Yes, and uh, Brian, the contractor, is talking with generators of Houston because his electrician has said uh, that he, he doesn't want the subcontractors said, I don't want to mess with the generators too much. Like uh, also, Center Point, um, I, I accosted a Center Point guy in Schoenberg the other day. I saw him driving, I just followed him to where he parked. And uh, Center Point, we've, hold of them? we've had a call into them since January 13th and haven't got a single piece of communication from them. Uh, at, actually, at Drew's Yard the other day, I, I called again after I talked to the Center Point guy. And, uh, they're going to put a note on the file.
6: So we don't have even gas for the generator. If you, you need to have you call them. It seems to work. The commissioner calls to parade them. There Senator you go. Harvey oh, get, get Harvey
0: on them. Harvey did it. With Centerpoint? Yes. Mm-hmm. Once Harvey finally I mean, started, it's fake. It I already did it. I'll <laughs> make a motion we accept Josh's report. Second. Second. Second, by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Okay, Josh, consider and take appropriate action in approving clinical rotation agreement between Cordial Emergency Medical Services, (coughs) doing business as Cordial Fire EMS Education, and Fayette County on behalf of Fayette County EMS.
2: We have these agreements in place with Blinn, with Austin Community College, uh, with a couple private providers. This is, again, uh, you know, we're in a staffing crisis, in EMS as a profession. This is a company that trains EMTs, um, and they want to be able to bring their EMTs here once they're done with training for clinical rotations. doesn't cost us anything. Uh, the program has to provide insurance. Um, it's a no risk thing for us and it gets us some exposure with some potential job candidates. So um, there's, there's really no downside to, the, to this kind of agreement.
0: I move we approve the clinical rotation agreement between Cordial Emergency Medical Services. motion has been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Stern All in favor, say aye. Aye. aye, aye. Opposed. Motion carries. you need to sign this? Uh, we can do it
16: afterwards.
0: Okay. Uh, next item, again, Josh, considering to take appropriate action in authorizing Josh Vandiver, EMS Director, to purchase consoles for the EMS supervisor vehicle in an amount not to exceed nine thousand dollars.
2: So uh, this is using Plastics Plus, uh, Deputy Zimmerman from the Sheriff's Office actually uh, kind of inform me We've used them uh, at a previous department. This will be in, my, in the back of my vehicle, in the back of the captain's vehicle. It'll be a console as shown in the pictures you guys have that mounts in there. We'll be able to put a radio console, a command board, uh, some slots for their medical equipment, it basically instead of all that stuff just sitting back there flying around i mean the the captains have anywhere from you know 65 to 80 thousand dollars of medical equipment in the back of their truck at any given time um including you know narcotics and some sensitive stuff this would you know enable us to keep the cabin of the vehicle secure and that equipment secure and safe um and so this was something we budgeted for last year we put it in the budget proposals and it got passed um the number I think the total number per with installation is 4,300, I think a piece. Um, so that's, that's where we're at.
0: Okay. We have a motion to, uh, do we have a motion? I move we approve the purchase for the consoles
7: for EMS supervised vehicle and not to exceed 9,000.
0: Commissioner Brosman makes that motion second I do second by Commissioner Birkenhoff all in favor say aye aye opposed motion carries thank you thank you Josh Uh, Angela's (coughs) the next couple of items here on the uh, agenda Uh, emergency management coordinator and Grant specialist with her report Angela good morning good morning Um, a couple of updates that I want to go over with you
6: uh, the housing mitigation plan. The all of the entities that agreed to participate have turned in their uh, their mitigation actions. Uh, the counties we, we turned ours in. There were We included some new things in there like generators for critical facilities. Uh, just things that you know. Uh, in the, when you have a mitigation fund that comes up open, generators are a really big thing right now. So. Anytime we can put something in, if we need a generator at all county facilities or all this, then then we have a better chance to get funding for it. So they are compiling that document. We should get a rough draft of that in May, and it will come to y'all for your review. The majority of this document will be public, will be able for the public to view. There are parts of it that will not be, so they will provide a redacted version as well. Uh, for example,
3: we're not going to give people access to where our local infrastructure is because it doesn't need addresses and things like that. He's like, Are all of our EMS stations, they have generators? Uh, they do?
2: Yes. Okay. okay. So, no, no well, so they're Fable Fable doesn't, but they're getting one. Okay. So, so where we co locate with Federal right. Fire Department, and I don't, well, Roundtop does not want a generator at their station, don't they? Because I
6: think it's in the fire station.
2: I don't know that Roundtop, I think Roundtop does have a generator. Uh, so the ones that were co located with fire departments, that's a question that needs to be asked. But we can check on that. Okay.
6: Uh, I wanted the fire risk in the spring flood outlook. You know, I gave you all that information mostly just so that you kind of have a general idea of what's going on with the weather related incidents. And the fire risk, Monday was 118, it's now down to 60. We are supposed to be getting some rain late tonight or tomorrow, but Fayette County is not included in any of the risk factors yet. Uh, that could change, but right now they're saying it's going to go the hills, hill country and Edwards Plateau. So we may get some rain and we may not. It just depends on the shifts. Um, y'all can read the spring outlook. You, can, you know, the weather pattern El Nino or La Nina has officially been... Uh, Is officially over, declared over March the 9th. So now we're moving into the El Nino, and it's so they're expecting s- normal participation but higher temperatures. So, but also just,
0: predicting more rain, am I correct? Yeah. yeah,
6: so uh, on the buyout, just we have an item on there to discuss the demo contractor, so we'll talk about that at that point. But I did want to thank Harvey because because he finally was able to get a response from Center Point after I'd been trying for several months and Tyler had been trying. There is a uh, fee that has to be paid to cap those utilities, It's the $300 a house. Uh, if you'll notice in the bid, the contractors not, did not include that as part of their cost. So the county's gonna have to pay that and then we should be reimbursed. And I say should be because we are having some difficulties with GLO again about getting reimbursement in those drawdowns. Uh, I did talk to Tyler uh, this morning, I sent him a text. Um, GLO has required some more additional paperwork that they were not required before. We've sent all that to them, and so he's continuing to, to work on the drawdowns. The original proposal was the demo contractors would be paid through a drawdown. However, that's not gonna, at this point, that's not gonna happen. It's gonna have to be a reimbursement. So, um, the opioid settlement, if y'all will remember, it's been over a year that Blake brought this to us that y'all agreed to be a part of that settlement uh, from the pharmacies for the opioid use in, uh, in Texas. And it was the amount of money we are to receive is based on the amount of opioid deaths that we report in the county. For our share, it's anticipated it's going to be 95000 a year for 18 years. All of that has to be used for... Opioid and mental health substance abuse so I've talked to Castleberry about some possibilities right now that money is just kind of sitting there because of course they formed a committee uh, through the Texas Comptroller's Office to decide how they're going to disperse the funds so that's where it sits right now I'm on the list for them to let me know when they're ready for applications
2: and then (coughs) we'll
3: How was he planning on how could you spend that 95?
2: Can I? Can I say something? About that? So, Castleberry and I actually—and uh, I'm not going to speak for Castle or or the you know chief deputy, but or Angela. Um, but you're talk. I'm just talking for myself. We're <laughs> good. Uh, Castleberry and I actually sit on a board um, that is managing a sizable grant um, through the private sector in the county. Uh, it's called the the Red Door for mm-hmm. Mental Health. Um, I think Caswellberg brought it up yes. to you. We have a meeting on that tonight, actually, um, and they're working on trying to bring some mental health resources, specifically substance abuse counseling, um, maybe some more help for the sheriff's office to increase the sheriff's office's capability to respond to this stuff. Because I mean, everyone's strapped and no one's given any money to mental health yet. You know, to
0: boy, that's a big problem. It's a big problem, not only in this part of the state but throughout the state. Right. I know. Randy and I have had several conversations about this. The mental health issue, I'm surprised, is not getting more attention in Austin. And it's been dumped in,
2: it is this session, so they're actually, it's not gonna help our area, but they're throwing millions of dollars at this site treatment facility at a state hospital in like the way West Texas Panhandle area. But uh, this is this issue's really just been dumped in law enforcement's lap, uh, And like to the point where we've been willing to help Castleberry get some patient or get some uh, of the clients that they deal with in this arena to appropriate places and the state has even told us no you can't touch it it's a law enforcement matter. Right. So not only is the state saying they handle this we're not giving you any money but they're telling us don't help them with it. You know yeah. um, so it's, it's pretty hard.
6: Some of the eligible activities are uh, substance abuse treatment for incarcerated, you know people. So. There's so and Jeremy's got some really good ideas. Uh, it was really a preliminary discussion because you know we need to talk to ski and, and and once we have a better idea of when the funds are going to be available, we will start. With uh, the only other two things I want to talk about: we got the MS150 meeting. Um, the only update to that is they're they are anticipating between 6,000 and 8,000 riders this year. So
0: how does that compare to other years?
6: It's it it's I think it's a normal ride. But the last two or three years, it was canceled in 20. 2021 got rained out. So last year they had maybe half of that. So uh, they're better 13, organized 13,000 before. Hundred. Before COVID, we had 13, 14,000. So, so it's going back up, the numbers are going <coughs> back up. And then we had our uh, mitigation meeting yesterday for the method of distribution. It was well attended, uh, really no comments came out of it. Everybody is pleased with the amount of money that's being allocated to the to the county and to each city inside of it. So the next step is now they take those public comments until March 31st, people have the ability to comment, that's incorporated into the plan, resubmitted to GLO, they review it one final time, and then they send it back. And once they bless everything that's done, judge will get a letter that says okay now you this is your award you can now apply we will apply through glo unfortunately we will continue to work with them so uh, cap once this is finally approved is out of picture so each of the cities will apply through uh, using their own protocols through glo they will not have to go through us this time which will make it cleaner
0: I make a motion. We accept Angela Palm's report. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor, say aye. Aye. opposed Motion carries. Okay, Angela. The next item.
6: These are the bids for the. Uh, there are three homes that we purchased. Uh, I think we have two left up there.
0: This so, is. Uh, let me. Let me I'm just sorry. read the item. That's okay. Sorry, but, uh, consider action on using American Rescue funds to purchase a new phone system and road in- br- No, sorry. I'm sorry, Okay, appropriate action on accepting bids and awarding bids for demolition work on properties associated with the Hurricane Harvey buyout program. All right, now okay. So
6: these are the three bids that we, re- or the bids received for those three houses. Mm-hmm. And again, we had bids from the Straight Line, our local bidder uh, and our local company, and uh, Compass, out of Houston. Uh, those are the two who were awarded the previous houses compassed River, uh, River Rock, River Road, because there was asbestos in that property. One of these homes does hasn't been identified with asbestos, so uh, Tyler's recommendation is, and let me, let me get which one it is. Because we have, okay, uh, 870 Country Club is the one that has been identified as having asbestos in it. And during the general, the first bid walk that that we were on, our local contractor was not as confident in his ability to remove the asbestos that he would have to probably subcontract. The Houston company does it all. So Tyler's recommendation is for Compass to see, and this is based strictly on the cost of the bid, Compass to be uh, awarded the bid for 868 Country Club, and 870 Country Club, and that includes the asbestos abatement, and then Straight Line would be awarded the bid for 860 Country Club. Uh, part of this discussion, and we've had, and Harvey and I've had this with Tyler and uh, Cindy, is our, the two contractors have yet to be reimbursed for the or paid for their original demos because we thought that was a drawdown coming, and since GLOs kind of changed that process. It's, it's my recommendation that we consider going ahead and, and not just paying them for the original demo work, but agreeing to pay for this and get reimbursed through GLO. It, we will be reimbursed for it. We just hope that we would have it advanced to us because that's what they did for our when we bought the property. That could still be in the works. I just can't give you a guarantee on that because, like I said, they changed their
3: process. So we know we're going to get paid for them. Yes. At some point, we are just going that, to get paid for It's that. tough for us to for the two contractors now. It'd be hard for us to ask them to start demoing the other three homes, which have been pay for the first two. And
5: they've and been the very city vicious, said uh, yeah.
3: that it's not an issue to reimburse them for these. Hopefully we can get pay these for these two and maybe before the demo's done we'll get a reimbursed at least for those and we'll have some money to <laughs> Yeah. I,
6: and I and I true, I do appreciate especially our local contractor yeah. because this is a big job and, and you know, he's taken it on and done a great job over yeah, there yeah. and, and I don't want him to be hamstrung mm-hmm. because we're waiting
3: on Grant funds. Yeah, and they've both done a really nice job, except <laughs> on the slab, on the one, they're waiting for center point to come and cap it because the gas line is running basically underneath the slab, really close to it, and he didn't want to put anyone in danger by, yeah. you know, removing that slab until that gas line has been capped. And the whole the whole up is center point. We've been waiting on them and... So now, so now what, we,
6: they, we, what, we'll, what we have to do is we send the addresses back to Center Point with the payment. They'll come out, cap everything, and then the utility. I and mean, then the contractors can get in an there and demo.
3: And I don't believe they're going to go cap the other two homes that haven't been approved until we make a formal. We're
6: going to have I, to, we're, I think we're going to have to include that. And they, All of those utilities have been turned off, but yeah. they were not capped, capped. off. And that's part of the requirements, not just of the grant, but of HUD and, and TCEQ and everybody else that sewer, sanitary sewer was capped off, all of that
3: stuff. So, if we send the money for the other two that were going to eventually to get, you would you would assume that they would come and do them all at one time and not have to come back. So, let's, that's the, and yes. then that'll, then of course, if we gotta wait on those, that'll hold it up a little more so. I think nice. they would. I think the lady's going to say, "Let's just do them all, if we." Uh,
6: that would be nice. Point we'll, point we'll point be off of there. Nice when they
0: cut everything off, was that just an oversight of their part, not to not to cap them, or that's the standard no, protocol? No, no. When because,
3: the flood had happened, we yeah. there, everyone's everyone just came and just shut the power and shut everything off at that point. And it's just been turned off since the flood, since I 2017. So okay. they didn't know exactly what we were going to do. Yeah. It was an episode. They didn't cap anything. Though. Right. Okay.
8: Gas is the one that's different. There's no valve at the property line. It's usually, the line is, is hot all the way to the house mm-hmm. with a valve above ground, which doesn't do really good for- And they're process.
7: not going to cap it if they don't know that you're never going to put a house back there or anything. Yeah,
8: that's right, right. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. Um, so when are the contractors going to get paid for what they've done? That's up to y'all. I mean, we need, they need to get some no, money. I, I really quick. Come I mean, yeah, if, y'all, if y'all
6: are okay with us, you know, if y'all—if if the agreement is, is that we're going to go ahead and pay the contractors and we'll, we'll get reimbursed, then we can start that process.
3: So at this point, if we approve it. We're going to approve the payment of the two homes now, and then we don't have to pay these until the work is done. Correct. And then by that time, everything will be rolling, hopefully right. it will be low.
6: We really need to honor team, no, we do. that contract we have and, and pay those guys.
3: Okay ready for the motion yes sir i move that we accept all bids and award 860 country club drive to straight line and award 868 and 870 country club drive to compass and then approve the payment of the two previous homes one on Con- on country club drive and the one on river road to be paid to the contractor
0: immediately is the word immediately up good no or Okay. As soon as the county auditor the next, can next check run the next check, next, check, the check run. Next check Here runs. we go. You to, be, no, okay. Then we have a Do you, want to, time. you want to repeat <laughs> that? Harley? You uh, want to repeat uh, so, <laughs> that? The thing is, uh, on the check run,
3: are they gonna is Cindy allowed to pay the con- a local contractor is the one been calling and asking because it's been a pretty good while. Does she have to wait for the next check run, or does she have the ability to?
6: That, I don't know. To check My understanding sooner. is they do it at certain times, but yeah. I mean, well, you, I, would I would say, say if, as soon as if, possible. Yeah, yeah. and then if we, she can, can do it. that,
8: she can. If not, we will the next check. And
3: I'd like to authorize the county auditor to pay for the demo of the two homes that have been previously demoed as soon as possible or at the next check run. Okay, okay. good Goals motion. First part.
0: <laughs> <laughs> motion been made by K- Commissioner Birkenhall. Second, second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Thank you again, Angela. Um, the next item, considering to take appropriate action in using American Rescue Funds to purchase a new phone system for Road Bridge Precinct 3 office, Justice of the Peace Office Precinct 3. It is my understanding that Kevin was gonna shed some light on this, and this is an item that perhaps we should defer yeah I haven't got the bid yet, oh, okay so. so when we talked about this he
6: approached me about it because the phone system at precinct 3 and JP 3 is in pretty bad shape and so he wanted to attach the phone system we're using here so uh, and I think that he was looking at originally like three thousand four thousand dollars was all it was going to cost and so uh,
16: yeah if he doesn't have the bidding yeah he, he wanted to wait he hasn't received it yet and, so and this
3: would like all include me. the jp office the deputy's office my office all are sure. the same building so i understand and he said it's just kind of pieced together over the years so i'd like to
0: get it okay well i'll make a motion we defer this to the next meeting
6: thank
0: y'all i make second. a motion we defer that oh, okay. oh second by commissioner i'm no. sorry all in favor say aye, all right. aye. aye. Opposed? Motion carries. We will defer that to the next meeting. Thank okay. you. <coughs> Judge Paul Zapolak is here for the next three items. Judge Zapolak, consider and take appropriate action in approving agreement for use of reliable tire disposal trailer between reliable tire disposal and Fayette County for the tire pickup event scheduled for April the 18th of this year, Oslo a Lane.
13: Good morning. So we did this last year in uh, November and uh, we had four trailers last year, two at Precinct 2. No, I'm sorry. Uh, Yeah, two at Precinct 2 and two at Precinct 4. And uh, so uh, we weren't able to get all the county tires on there. And so we want to have another uh, tire pickup starting with the tires from precinct three, all the precinct yards still up and whatever available space is left, we'd open to the public to fill. That tire trailer is still the same price as it was last fall at uh, $3,200 uh, <clears throat> for the trailer, and provided there's no added fees, like rims or anything like that, that would slip by us or um, something that's too large. But uh, I think uh, I spoke to, uh, Commissioner Bergenhoff and he's ready uh, with his tires to
11: start that trailer. So. I got a question for you. Yes. Is there <clears throat> There gonna be the same limitations on these trailers as it was on the other ones as far as the size of the tires? Correct. So what are we going to do with all of these larger tires that we left back from previous ones because of that? You know, we Like were, all of our backhoe motor graded tires and stuff We couldn't get rid of any of them because of the size.
7: <laughs> we were talking one time as soon as we get enough of them where we have to use the more expensive dealer to make sure that we can fill the trailer up with the more expensive tires so you get more bang for your buck. Then we would probably move forward and try to get one. But for now, since we don't have enough bigger tires to fill up the trailer just full of those. So now
11: I just bring them over to your yard with stock and I
7: don't know, that's just what we were talking about okay. before because we hate to pay the expensive price and we only have you know, 30, right. 40, 50 of the big ones until we get a bigger amount of the big ones to where you really get your money worth because I I can't remember what what was the other price it was it like four thousand four thousand yeah so
11: works for me and this was a
7: like we had tons of people come in and break tires it was yeah we were completely loaded up for those days that we had those trailers there they filled up in no time and I'd rather have those people bring the tires to the recycling center than us have to go pick them out of the creek and ditches so we're going to be charging similar or we're going to work that out later prices. Please.
8: I
13: think we can insane. talk about the fees today. Uh, that's the okay. fees that we had last 22. time. Yeah, 10. <clears throat> 10, 10, and 20.
10: 2, 10, and 20, sorry. 2, 10. 20. Yeah, 2, 10, that 20. Because <clears throat> I covered, uh, was it
9: half of yeah. it? Just about half. Yeah, I covered half the trip, half the
10: cost.
11: Well, the only thing, if we do this again, we're going to have to put something about commercial uh, vendors. Vendors, because like, like Drew was saying, we we encourage the residents to bring them instead of throwing them off in the case, but if you start getting some of these commercial vendors bringing them, it, it'll it take away from the whole purpose of letting the residents come.
3: I understand why do the commercial dealers get rid of them on their because own. Because
11: they can get rid of them cheaper here than that's they can like, anywhere else, so they, right. they're making money. <laughs> like, I can like see you say
0: it kind of defeats it's the purpose. It does,
11: we want the residents to have the opportunity to bring them there and not I've had, I've had a couple uh, loads come in that were from a, a station that mm-hmm. might not be in business anymore, but they were still commercial tires, and you know, they, it's just kind of...
7: I can see if we can't get the trailer full and we're looking for tires just to get our yeah. money out of it. Then it would be okay, but otherwise it should just, it just be for the residents and not commercial. Right. Right. <clears throat> Do we want to increase the price? I mean, it'd be good. Well, it depends how much money, if you have the money to register to
9: cover it. So I do,
13: but I personally think that uh, there's there's 13,000 registered tire places in the state of Texas to drop off your tires. I don't think we undercut them. I think we possibly raise the price a little bit on the, the $2 fee. You're creating You're people to so. want to
8: keep their tires and exactly. keep them and wait them to dump them on us. And then you have that, when is the county going to do
13: the next start? Oh, yeah.
3: Let's people calling. So
13: Any suggestion on prices? I would I would go to at least four. Four it's $5 and $5 a round Four yeah. fifteen and thirty. Uh that sounds reasonable to me. I mean we want to provide the, the option, but we don't want to make all the taxpayers pay for just the select few that didn't properly dispose of them to start with.
0: Well for right now let's approve the request for the agreement with Reliable tire disposal.
7: We we'll approve
3: the price at
11: the next one. I mean, Do we have to Stop. approve the price, or we just post the price? You
0: can just why don't you, you just uh, post use post your, your, yeah. Why don't we just let them use the the it. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
9: What is it?
16: If you would like to approve it, you can. And that way, you don't have to do
0: it next time. Okay, okay. well, I like And then <laughs> <mad> Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be best to get everybody on board now. Yeah, and no. This be. way, we
13: can get yeah. out there into yeah. the papers come up with a price. They know.
8: I move to approve the agreement for use of reliable trailer disposal tire between reliable tire disposal of Fayette County for the tire pickup event scheduled for April 18th, 2023 at the recycle center in LaGrange and approve the disposal fees of $2 for each car and passenger. I thought to say four. I'm oh, sorry, I was reading <laughs> $4 for each car and passenger and truck tire, $15 for each truck tire, and $30 for
0: each tractor tire. Motion's been made by Commissioner McGroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Stern. all in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, motion carries. Consider and take action concerning the purchase of a used cardboard baler presently located at Waste Equipment Sales Company in Dublin, Texas at a price of $6,400 payable to waste equipment sales company using using recycling center funds that are available. And in the 2023 budget and authorizing county personnel to sign all necessary and required paperwork. So this is
13: a, a max pack paper that um, our, out of all the brains that we have, the max pack is. Um, one of the top of the line that we've used, and we're very familiar with this. This is a used bailer. It was originally at uh, the, uh, on Highway 90, uh, Seville Farms.
3: Yes, the paint and, Farm. Yes. yes, it was
13: originally at Seville Farms. They picked it up, Dublin, this company in Dublin, uh, Dublin picked it up, waste equipment sales, and they refurbished it. It's not painted, the paint job looks good. Uh, it's a three phase baylor and it could be uh, used either at the Fedville site, if we ever expand over there or immediately at the shoulder site so in Shulmer <coughs> we will be uh, changing the hours of operation uh, the activity there is is uh, becoming overwhelming it's a uh, safety concern and so what I propose we do with this baylor or another one is we add a second cardboard bailer so that the people have access <coughs> while uh, he's taking the cardboard out of one bayer, they can step up to the other one. Currently, there's one and it's filling up pretty fast and he's having to take out the bale and, and get in there with the forklift and it's uh, starting to be a safety concern. So rather than crush somebody's foot or cause an accident, um, $6,400 is really reasonable a new one. It's around 15000 and this is a, uh, it's ready to go, like I said, it's refurbished.
0: And you're recommending this? Yes. I'll make a motion we do this. We uh, purchase the used cardboard baler presently located in Dublin in the amount of $6,400 payable to West Waste Equipment Sales Company using recycle center funds that are available in the budget. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Okay, Judge Zappalak. Next item consider and take appropriate action concerning the purchase of a used self-contained trash compactor, presently located at Waste Equipment Sales Company, Dublin, Texas for $18,900 payable to Waste Equipment Sales Company using recycle center funds that are available in the 2023 budget and authorizing county personnel to sign all necessary and required paperwork.
13: Okay, this is the last phase in the Warrenton project. Um, we received Capcom grants for the majority of that. We see received a Coca-Cola grant for another baler, and uh, this is something that uh, if we have the self-contained trash compactor, uh, we're able to uh, save a little money on the trash pickup out there in that area. Uh, in Schoenberg, we, we implemented this And uh, we basically saved $17,000 by getting a uh, trash compactor there. So in in Warrington, we have the slab, we have the electricity, now we need the unit. And uh, this is something that uh, me and Commissioner Stern and I will talk about from the start. What we want the end goal is to cut down the expense on that yard. So uh, we found one from the same people. It is located presently in Houston. And uh, so this does not include delivery, we would have to go and pick it up. Um, however, if there's a truck that's going from Houston to Dublin, they would take the units whatever direction. So we only have to go to one yard and pick that. So. You recommend this? Yes. I'll make a motion
0: that we purchase a used self-contained trash compactor presently located at waste equipment sales company, Dublin, Texas, for $18,900 using recycle center funds that are available and in the 2023 budget and authorizing county personnel to sign all necessary and required paperwork. Second. Second by Commissioner Birkenhoff. All in favor say aye. Uh Aye. Opposed, motion carries. (coughs) Thank you. Thank you. you. Commissioner Brosman. Next item: Consider and take action on resolution authorizing the disposition of salvage and surplus property.
7: I have a small, older John Deere loader, 440H, uh, that I made a deal with RDO for a trade-in, and they gave me a very good price on it, uh, 47,000. And uh, so we just have to sign this, so I can go ahead and uh, declare it surplus surplus property so we can use it as a trade-in on the new on on purchase which is going to be the next action item so i move we approve the action uh, resolution authorizing the disposition of salvage and surplus property in accordance with local government code with said property to be used as trade-in
0: value motion has been made by commissioner brosman second second by commissioner mcbroom all in favor say aye no. opposed motion carries okay commissioner go right ahead
7: all right so we will be purchasing a new 2023 john Deere 624p front end motor for the precinct four yard uh that's why we're getting rid of the smaller 440h uh getting the bigger machine we're also going to get uh, detachable uh, quick attach coupler in the front or so we can use it as a big forklift or and also have a big grapple so whenever we have brush and everything on the road, you can go out there and you can pick it up faster. Uh, it's something that we've been needing to add to our fleet out there, so we don't have to use the small loader. And uh, this thing will be there forever if it lasts as long as the other ones do. So uh, I think it's a really good price that they gave us and everything. Like I said, a great trade-in. I'm sorry, the trade-in was $44,700. And uh, the total cost of the whole project is gonna be $233,228. and. Uh, go ahead and we will put in all these purchase as soon as we get those bids back. We'll bring those to the Commissioner's Court and I won't have to make my next payment until next year on it, but I think it's a great
3: product. I move we approve the purchase of a new 2023 John Deere 624P uh, with the trade-in value of $44,700 for the total of $233,228 payable to RDO equipment Using precinct for road and bridge funding that is available in the 2023 budget and authorize all personnel to sign the paperwork.
0: Okay, I'll second that. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed? Motion carries. Commissioner Birkenhoff, item on the next agenda concerning assigning signing of a letter from TechStop regarding a bridge replacement project and roadway closure on FM 154 at Pinot Creek Bridge. In your precinct, the project is scheduled for July this year. Letting typically construction starts two to three months after the letting date.
3: So textile, they're replacing a bridge, which is it's on the textile road, which 154 goes from Platonia to Muldoon. and they're just asking us to uh, sign the letter acknowledging that they're going to that the road will be closed for a certain point of time. But so they've got a they've got a map where they're going to use the textile roads, but they can also use the county roads to be diverted to. Uh, to loop around this because it's going to be up to maybe eight months for this project so and it, I don't really have any say in that they're <coughs> just asking us to sign a letter that we're that we're acknowledging that so I move that we acknowledge and sign a letter from Techside regarding the bridge replacement project on 154 which could possibly take up to eight months for construction
0: okay commissioner Birkenhoff makes the motion second second by commissioner brosman all in favor say aye aye opposed motion carries thank you commissioner consider and take appropriate action by adopting and signing three resolutions for the replacement or rehabilitation of county bridges that are off the state system concerning the following federal off-system bridge program projects krupa road over williams creek Foster Creek over Froster Creek, and Clatt Road over Jack's Creek.
7: So, Dot sent these to us, and in the past, the bridge grant project they always had, it was a 10% match that the commissioners had to meet. Uh, this is the first time, since they changed with the federal funding and everything, this is the first time that the bridges that are listed on here are going to be paid for 100% by Dot, which gets the federal dollars. So, myself, along with Commissioner Luke, it's nice and pretty. On the yeah, place. so <laughs> it won't cost us absolutely anything. We don't have to have a 10 match or anything. So, so the 10 percent has gone away for right now.
8: For, for right, right now, part that funding that came
6: down that we talked
7: about some time ago. So it's completely covered. We won't have to do any kind of 10 percent match. So, I mean, the bridges, all the bridges that they're doing. Whenever we go to these conventions and Textile gives their program, it's amazing how many bridges. Fayette County is getting replaced by tex and I'm sure the other counties don't like us for it, but <laughs> hey, we're, we're the ones benefiting from it. And the amount of money that these bridges cost, the two that they did in my precinct uh, that they just finished up here recently, one was on Sider Road, one was on Annas Bottom. Those two bridges together were riding with $2 million. So if we had to go ahead and pay for those, there's no way our budgets would be able to cover that. So uh, it's great what tex is doing for us. So I move we approve and adopt signing the three resolutions for replacement of the following off-system bridges, Krupa Road, Foster's Creek, and Clatt Road.
0: Okay, I'll second that motion. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, motion carries. We've got Mr. Kelly Allison with us here from Colorado Valley Telephone. Consider and take appropriate action approving the renewal contract between Colorado Valley Communications and Fayette County for internet connection for courthouse, county clerk, Auditor, Sheriff's Office, and EMS station number one. Good to have you with us, Mr. Allison.
10: Good morning, everyone. Thank Good morning. i am here. Um, first of all, I'd just like to say that we at Colorado Valley appreciate the opportunity to provide telecom services to the county. We take that as a serious responsibility and we appreciate that. We also appreciate this court working with us as we deploy a firewood throughout the county. Uh, it's an ongoing project. We've been working on it since 2018, I think. So. We appreciate that very much uh, my understanding this this uh, is to renew existing contract with the county for internet a uh, 36 month contract and the, the price remains the same but we've increased the speed on it and uh, our guys work with kevin uh, to get this basically it's just renewable
14: of, of an existing contract
8: i will say it's nice to be able to still call a telephone company and get a person. Yes. yes, yes. A, I mean, that's and worth that so much, it's worth so much <laughs> right there.
7: Can I cannot wait till y'all get by my office so I can switch over? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because the front there terrible.
0: <laughs> okay, do I have a motion to uh,
8: this, approve this renewal? I move we approve the renewal contract between Colorado Valley Communications and Fayette County for internet connection for the courthouse, county clerk, auditor, sheriff's office, and EMS Station
0: 1. Motion's been made by Commissioner McBroom. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternall. All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. All right, Mr. Allison, you're still with us on the next item. The uh, action in approving contract between Calabaw Valley Communications and Fayette County for fiber, internet, and phone service for EMS Station Number 4 in Schulenburg
10: yes sir this is to uh, provide just that uh, internet and voice service at the end of the station floor uh, we've been working with josh and his folks to get prepared to do that and once we get the, the green
2: light we're going to be bringing fiber into
10: that uh, location in i'll
2: say mr austin and his team have been great uh he personally approached me when he heard uh, that we were working on that project and said hey we want to we want to service you guys we want to we want to get out there and help you with the project they had team members come out multiple points in the construction uh, and they they're working on scheduling another visit I think uh, and they've been very helpful so we're we are we're excited to be able to move from frontier to uh, Colorado Valley <laughs> as well we approved the
7: contract between Colorado Valley communications and Fayette County for fiber internet and phone service for UMS station four located at 219 Medical
0: Park me Motion has been made by Commissioner Grossman. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddell. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, motion carried. Thank you, Mr. Allison. Next item on the agenda, authorize the following class request. Clint Sternoddell, County Inspector, to attend a class training April the 26th through the 28th in Bryan. Right, so moved. Second. Commissioner Grossman, seconded by Commissioner McGroom All in favor say aye. Aye. Opposed? Motion carries. Consider and take action authorizing the county auditor to advertise for depository bids. Cass, are you um, gonna?
16: Yes, um, Cindy asked me to take care of her items here. She's at conference. So um, attached, you will see the bid that she will be putting in the newspaper, I believe um, at the end of this month. And then we will have um, those bids to accept um, I believe by the end of April. So our depository is up and this is just our routine
3: thing that we do every so many years. I move we authorize the county auditor to advertise for depository bids.
0: Motion been made by Commissioner uh, Commissioner Birkenhoff. Second. Second by Commissioner Brosman. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed. Motion carries. Uh, next item is consider and take action in approving purchasing desks for dps office
16: okay so here um you will see that quote the highlighted one is the ones that were chosen um this will be coming out of their dps budget um city may need to make a budget amendment if necessary um, later just to uh, move around some line items but they do have that, that money in their budget for the desks this, yeah, it will be six desks.
8: This was also, too, I mean, this came after our whole budget that they decided to do a Office here. So what we'll these desks I are going mean, for, this is just going to be for the troopers. There's one big room in the metals building, and it'll
3: be desks all around the outside so they can fill out their reports. Yeah. And they're not even, they're not asking for anything fancy either outside mm-hmm. of the desk. I mean, they're very simple yeah. right?
0: nice desks. I'll make a motion we approve that. Second all in favor say aye aye Uh, opposed motion carries to purchase the desk for the dps office out of their budget consider the next item is consider and take appropriate action authorizing the county judge to approve and sign the texas department of state health services tobacco settlement distribution program expenditure for counties cassie i believe you're going to speak to that
16: Um, yes so you will see the statement attached um there I will answer any questions that you have if I can. Um, But um, there is a total there, and then it is uh, multiplied, I think, by what the state says. So the total there is that 3.2 million, but that is not what what the county would get. It's divided up statewide. Mm -hmm. So typically, she said, we get about 40 to 50,000, and that would go into um, the indigent healthcare.
0: Any questions? I make a motion that we uh, authorize the county judge to approve and sign the Texas Department of State Health Services tobacco settlement distribution program expenditure statement for counties. Second. Second by Commissioner Sternoddell. All in favor say aye. 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 Opposed, motion carries. Uh, Consider and take appropriate action in approving the property and liability renewal with the (coughs) Texas Association of Counties for the year 2022-23. I believe, Cassie, that's your item as well?
16: Yes, sir. Um, So you will see the report there. Um, The only thing that is um, new um, will be the EMS station in Schulenburg and then the, uh, the second phase of the Main Street annex over there. Um, and then, um, all of the attachments are what we currently have under our property renewal insurance. So she will submit all of this in and then they will give us a total later. But last year, um, uh, the amount was 57,435. Um, so it may increase with the addition of those two buildings. So just be looking for that.
3: This is a manual. correct yes yes and Sydney's recommending this yes Yes, sir I move we approve the property and liability renewal for with Texas Association of counties for 22 for 2022 and 2023
0: motion has been made by Commissioner Birkenhoff. second by Commissioner Brosman all in favor say aye. aye aye opposed motion carries Final item, consider and take appropriate action concerning approving the payment of currently due Fayette County bills and expenses.
16: I do not have a report on this, but um, I believe she sent it to you guys earlier um, yesterday, so I believe it's all pretty routine.
3: We at Precinct 3 purchased a uh, 14 foot dump trailer. Uh, We currently have one. And um, they had a 2022 that was brand new on the lot for $10,000. And um, I talked to Mr. Hrabacek and he said, the 23s they have now are, uh, are gonna be closer to 13 to 14,000. And uh, so i called Cindy and, and she said, I've got the money there for my budget. So we, we use it for holding off when we, we all have them for when we trim trees or pick up brush on the road, dump them in there and we open the back and it's got hydraulic dump on it. But there's a purchase for 10,000 for that online. But, he said that the trailers, I even spoke with Jason. He said the traders have really gotten expensive, but uh, he still had one for one on the lot, so I bought it from uh, Steve or it. Yeah, new ones are right at 14. Seven, yeah, that's what he size is that? It's 14, a 14 foot. Is that a bumper pull? It's a bumper pull, yes. But, uh, that's The same trailer I bought
8: 2013, 14 for 5000 yeah. Just amazing how much that's gone up. And the rest of mine just normal expenses. You should sell yours. <laughs> i have made some money
0: off precinct three <laughs> over the years
7: <laughs> i move we pay the current to do this
0: motion made by commissioner brosman second second by commissioner stern all in favor say aye. Aye. aye aye motion approved
16: and that
0: one additional location okay. you want to speak to that please
16: um yes sir so um this is just a contact with carmaine uh, state bank for road and bridge uh, to the case back so it's
11: just the least purchase that we have to sign Let's see what's down here. and that was <coughs> so I just need to uh, so approved uh, mm-hmm. the contract. Accept all bids and uh, award the bid to Carmine State Bank. No, we already did that. This we did that. The, the contract. With oh, the well, I approve the contract then.
0: <laughs> the Motion has been made by Commissioner Sternhovel. Second. Second by Commissioner Broome. All in favor, say aye. 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 Opposed. Aye. Motion carries. I move we adjourn the meeting. Commissioner Irkenoff. Uh, Second. Second by Commissioner Boseman. Meeting is adjourned.